You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. And you hear the music, and welcome, welcome everyone back. This is the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob, his name is Matt, and our special guest, Mr. Brick. How are you doing tonight, boys? Good. Doing really good. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, I'm just ready for the weekend, man. It's been a long week, and uh, I'm enjoying this little um, cocktail, by the way, so... Kind of relaxing, and yes, our special guest, Brick Thompson, all the way from Minneapolis, Kansas. He, uh, the best catcher in the state during his high school career. So, uh, congratulations on that part. Um, Thank you, Matt. Good guest to have on there. I appreciate it. I'm not the best catcher in the state, but definitely <laughs> happy to be here and hang out with you guys. Good deal, good deal. Guess best catcher in the state was Cody Starkle, right? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Cody Starkle. Yeah. <laughs> Both uh, Hayes, Fort Hayes alumni. Only Cody played baseball though at Fort Hayes, but or did he? Did he graduate? I don't know. He, yeah, he be. graduated. He did graduate. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's a Thursday night. It's October fourteenth, seven o'clock again. Uh, man, I swear, every time we start the podcast, you just say, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the weekend? I, we're adulting, dude. So that's really what I look forward to. So uh, yeah. Uh, shout out of the podcast. Uh, we didn't really have one. Uh, <laughs> we'd uh, we could uh, uh, here think of one on the fly really quick. Brick's getting married. He's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big right. shout out. Um, she'll appreciate this. Big shout out to my new fiance, Carissa Schramer. She'll appreciate that. So yeah, yeah I'm clapping. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, Jacob. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Do you like, does it feel weird to be engaged? Like, do you feel different? Like, you don't know, honestly? Um, kind of, but it's a good feeling. It really is a good feeling. So, good. But yeah, good. definitely do feel different in a good way. Congrats, man. Happy Thank for you. you. Guys. Thank you. Fair Appreciate enough. it. Was that, uh, was that last week or two weeks ago? That was, it was last week. So, I'm ah. a week tomorrow, a week, a full week engaged tomorrow. Yeah. I think Were you I nervous? I was very nervous. I was actually way more emotional than she was too. So <laughs> made just, it very. You're, you're uh. So you got down on one knee and you started crying, and she goes, "I did not start crying, but I was, I was definitely getting ready to tear up." And she just kind of looked at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" So this, I don't want to marry this wuss. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, you'll you're gonna cry uh, on your wedding day. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. But, uh do you have a date yet or is that still up in there still up in the air right now but you guys know how it is wedding planning is in full force already and we're a mm-hmm. weekend so nice looking forward to it let me guess yeah. um august close we're we're probably looking at about a year and a half right now so it may oh, be okay. pushing 2023 but okay you definitely still- gonna be fun Still got to finish up school, right? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, good deal, buddy. You're way ahead of me and Matt. Meanwhile, me and Matt are making podcasts every week. That's what we do for fun. Yeah. 
That's our life. I look forward to Thursdays and the weekend. Thursdays and then uh, 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 weekends in Manhattan. Yeah. I'm going to see you soon, Jacob. Yeah, we'll see you in uh, – Tomorrow about, night. About 12 hours, 13 hours. Yeah. Hopefully. Have yeah. a good time. So, yeah, let's do a quick rundown of the podcast. Uh, we have a kind of a new segment. We're running with the coaches' archives, but this one's called an archive battle. So this is going to work a little different when we get to it, but I'll explain it when we get there. Uh, also, Kansas State football. We're back in business this weekend. Kansas State versus Iowa State. A Farmageddon preview. Um, and then a little other sports. We're going to talk more about the MLB playoffs as they have progressed uh, closer to the World Series. And then a little blanket and quilt news. Got uh, <laughs> one or two uh, news stories. I don't know if you guys had any other ones, but the ones that I have, I'll talk a little about the ones I have posted down at the bottom. If you guys have anything else you want to talk about. And then uh, another top. Well, this one's a top five. We need a name for this one. It's like alcohol, beer, best. Well, like just this whole segment, best things. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like best that a lot. And best then, thing. and then I'll put a pre-recording that says, "Now time for best things." <laughs> okay, today's topic of, of the, the best things is beer. So we'll get to that towards the end of the podcast. Uh, but first thing is first. The archive battle. All right, so here's this how it's gonna work. Since we have a guest on, um, and I, I have the questions here. Today's topic is beer. <laughs> <laughs> beer is all over the uh, podcast today. So what's gonna happen is I'm gonna read the question. Remember, the questions are all about beer. The first one of you, you're going to buzz in with your name and okay. then answer the question. And I have, well, there's about 25 questions here. Um, we could play to like best four out of seven or something. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, or we could just play to 10 or something. It doesn't really matter. Let's just, but... let's just play to 10. Okay or play yeah we, we could rapid fire these <laughs> so yeah, yeah. what we're gonna do is i'm gonna read the question you say your name as your buzzer and i'll call on that person and you can answer and if okay. you get it wrong then the other person can answer does that sound fair sounds great man sounds all right good. the first archive battle question number one which is the most sold beer in the united states matt matt <laughs> I got to go with Bud Light. That's just a guess. Correct. <laughs> Score. Good job, Matt. Good job. Hey, Matt's, Matt's kind of – I think he's only missed one question so far in the three podcasts he's been I was going to say I'm going against the trivia king here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I figured this would be pretty even, though, because it's not just K-State football, and Matt's the guru for K-State football. That's true. And Brick loves beer. I do love beer, so <laughs> I have a feeling I might make a storming comeback. So, <laughs> well, we've only answered one question. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two. According to the fifteen sixteen German purity law, beer can only contain three ingredients. What are they? Oh Brick. shit! Brick. Hops, barley, and water. 
Correct. <laughs> I don't know how I got I that right. One to one. I, had... <laughs> I had no idea. It says water, hops, and barley. And then also says, while yeast was part of the process, it was considered to be an ingredient. So, okay, one to one. Question three. Which country consumes the most beer per capita? This is tough. I feel like I should know it, but I... Oh. It's somewhere in Europe. Take a guess, somebody. All right, Brick, I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to guess Germany. That's a, that's a good guess, but that's, that's not what this says go to the south since because i just i'm just gonna say this country because that's like my last name that come there i'm gonna say something czech like the czech republic or something like that uh you're right <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah czech republic spot on was oh <laughs> that two to one now that's some good uh geography too my first guess was united states but i figured that was a now, that was a long shot. Side side question: Isn't the most the state that drinks the most beer? Isn't it Wisconsin? Yeah, it's somewhere up north. I Indiana do believe it's Wisconsin. somewhere up north. Okay. Question four: What does IPA stand for? I have no idea. Brick. Brick. India Pale Ale. Correct. Two to two. That one's easy. I always just thought IPA was just IPA. I never thought it really. <laughs> IPA. Or, or is like IPA. That's stupid. <laughs> Question five. <laughs> In the USA, a barrel contains how many gallons of beer? Oh, shoot. I should know this. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's between 20 and 40. I'm going to guess 30. Just it's right in the middle. You didn't buzz in. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Matt, sorry. 30. Uh, no. You're close, Damn though. It. Is it 35? No. It's uh, 31. Oh, damn. One off. So, first one you guys both got wrong. So, it's still two to two. Number six. Uh, I don't like that one. Number seven, <laughs> the famous dark stout Guinness originates from Ireland and is now brewed in almost 50 countries. While thoroughly enjoyed in Ireland, one sovereign state consumes more Guinness than the Irish. Which is it? Hmm. Um, how, how does, I, how does I, the Irish get beaten at? <laughs> That's a really good question. But I'm going to buzz in and say... Um... How do England. you buzz? How do you buzz? Brick, in? Brick. I need to say my name. Brick. <laughs> and I'm gonna guess England. Um, Matt, what do you guess? Scotland, Matt, the Scotland. I'm gonna give this one to Brick, even though it's the United Kingdom. So same thing. I don't know. Yeah, this, I, I, as as an American, I couldn't tell you the difference. I was gonna say Irish, <laughs> England, they're yeah. all the same. Yeah. Well, is, isn't Ireland and England kind of both part of the United Kingdom? Is that right? Yeah, exactly. That's what's oh. tough. Okay. Oh well, that's then that's that question is worded wrong. Then I don't know. Whatever. Is it um, isn't Scotland part of the United Kingdom? Scotland's also? part of the United Kingdom. Here, also, let me yes. just look it up. That's a draw. And <laughs> Wales. There's a lot of countries. That oh, is a yeah. draw. Okay. 
Who are the members of the United Kingdom? England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. The Scottish. <laughs> so you both get half. Okay. Um, what does that make it? Two to two? Three to three? I just know you're tied. Brick, I can't hear you. Hello? What's going on? I hear you, Jacob. Can you hello? Brick, you talk now. Can you hear me now? Okay, we're good. Sorry, I don't know what just happened. Oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Weird. I think we should be good, though. Um, so you tied, what, three to three? Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's get, a, let's get a really good one here. Come on, baby. <laughs> okay, this, should... you got to be quick on this one. Oh, shit. What is the name given to the drinking game where people attempt to bounce a ping pong ball into their opponent's cups? Matt. Matt. Beer pong. Correct. <laughs> Ricky, you got to be quicker. Yeah, I was a little slow on that one. <laughs> okay, four to three. We'll do, we'll do two more. What is the name of the beer commonly consumed in the popular cartoon, The Simpsons? Oh, is it Duff? Matt Duff? Matt Duff, correct. <laughs> Rick, you're falling behind. All right. I know. Five, that was a good one. Five to three. Let's see. Okay. All these questions are really hard, so I'm just going to pick one randomly. <laughs> uh, this one. In which German city is the world's biggest beer festival, Oktoberfest, traditionally celebrated? Oh, shoot. Matt, um, Hamburg? Matt, Hamburg. Is it Hamburg? Incorrect. <laughs> Germany, Germany. Uh... Ah, uh, yes, that one city from World War III. <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, this is just a complete guess, but I'm going to go with Berlin. Is it Berlin? Matt, do you think it's Berlin? No, I don't, it's not Berlin. It's not Berlin. That was a terrible guess. <laughs> it's Munich. 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 Oh. My, my brother actually went there for Oktoberfest one year, and then me and Griffin are trying to plan on a trip to go there next year for Oktoberfest. What did so. your brother say about it, anyway? What about it? He said it was pretty awesome. <laughs> he, well, he their tell- beer there is awesome. I hear right. like it's, they serve it kind of warm. I don't I don't know much about it, but he told me that in my uh, like now that I'm in my twenty like mid twenties and actually kind of have some money, now would be the time to plan a trip to do something like that. And he said because that's what he did. So when he was in his mid twenties, he just decided he was going to go to Oktoberfest, and I think he just went with by himself. <laughs> so awesome he he said it was a really good time really great time and a great experience so i'm i'm uh hoping we can get something like that planned pretty soon but yeah i think that's we're gonna wrap that up the uh archive battle i think matt won five to four matt you're undefeated the trivia king i'm telling you whoever wants to come on and get some of this uh (laughs) let me know if we have any challengers (laughs) yeah Okay, let's go ahead and talk about K-State versus Iowa State this Saturday for UK State football fans. We got 
Uh, Iowa State coming into Manhattan for Farmageddon at 6.30 at the Bill. What are your guys' initial thoughts coming into this game? This is Matt. I'm going to buzz in here, even though we quit doing that <laughs> since the trivia game's over with. It's a must-win. I-, I see it as a must-win. Um, this is the sixth game of the year, and uh, it's going to be a – I'd rather be four and two and three and three. So uh, it's a must-win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off that and say that I agree that this is a must-win game. I think, like Matt said, um, I think they need to get something under their belt in the Big 12 for sure. Um, and that this is definitely a must-win game. Right, and, and good point of saying, we. I mean, we are 0-2 in the Big 12. Granted, we have played two of probably the best teams in the Big 12, but um, the Big 12 is a tough conference year after year, and we know that being K-State fans, that no game is a gimme. Um, and this is, like you said, a must-win game. You know, six. We are, we are six games into the season, and or this will be the sixth game of the season, and I don't think we really have room for excuses anymore. Uh, nope. So uh, Iowa State coming off a win uh, two weekends ago. They also had a bye last weekend like Kansas State. So neither team is really favored by a bye week. But Iowa State so far in the Big 12, they lost a nail biter at Baylor 31 to 29. And of course, a whopping of the Jayhawks in, in uh, Ames, Iowa 59 to 7. Um, so far, uh, Brock Purdy having a similar season as he has typically, um, but not throwing the ball as much, uh, due to the fact that they have Breeze Hall at running back for Iowa State. What do you guys think of, uh, him? He's a stud, uh, Breeze Hall. He torched us last year because we didn't even score last year against him. I think we lost like 45 nothing. Yeah. Due to was... COVID reasons, but still, <laughs> Breeze Hall is a man. I think a big factor, and we, we'll get to this later in the podcast, um, we're going to have to stop the run. We're going to – I mean, that, that front seven is going to have to gear up and just stop the run. Yeah, I agree. Brees Hall is definitely the, one of their X factors. And, I mean, if you – you're going to have to contain him if you want a shot. So. Well, and, yeah, and we've struggled, you know, containing the run the last two weeks, I feel like, against Oklahoma State and uh, Oklahoma and so hopefully this uh, bye week they prepared. I, th- I feel like what they needed to do, and I'm sure they did, was prepare the defense a lot more than they had in the past couple of weeks. Um, something that I want to touch on later is definitely um, our offensive gameplay continuously shows up to every single game. However, it's hard to outscore teams in the Big 12 uh, because every team has a high-powered offense. So, um, yeah, look out for Brace Hall. He is averaging 5.3 yards a carry and is on pace for 1,000 rushing yards and already has eight touchdowns on the year and uh, has led the team in rushing yards every single game this year for Iowa State. So uh, Kansas State definitely needs to look out for him. Um, Iowa State also on their schedule, they did play Iowa, who is now in the top, what are they, second now? Yeah, they're, I think there's three. I'll actually look real quick. They're, Iowa, they're good. Iowa came off of a big win off of Penn State last week. Um, Iowa State um, hung in there with Iowa, did end up losing by 10. <clears throat> and uh, Northern Iowa, their first game of the year, they only won by six. So it's going to be, I feel like, a game where – one defense needs to show up, and if Kansas State's defense can show up, 
it's a very winnable game, much like we've touched on the last two weeks, Matt. They're all winnable. Right. <laughs> and as far as, as far as Iowa State's playing, um, any big game that they played in this year, it's been close. And honestly, the same with Kansas State. Um, all of our games have been close, and every game has been winnable. Um, let's go in and jump into our keys. I think we've talked a lot enough about Iowa State. Um, they're, they're big players to watch out for. Uh, my keys to a victory for Kansas State. Um, Iowa State has only turned the ball over six times on the year, and five of them were in their losses. So um, throwing into my second key, uh, we got to contain Brees Hall under his yearly average make Purdy throw it around the ball and of course force turnovers. Um, we touched on this the last podcast. We have not, uh, Kansas state's defense has not turned, um, anybody over recently, you know, Oklahoma state, no turnovers, Oklahoma only had one turnover, uh, something that the defense, I don't know if it's something about being more aggressive or just being lucky. Um, but definitely something that really needs to bounce our way if we're going to be a very solid Iowa State football team. And then my third key, offensively, just keep doing what we're doing. No offensively, uh, no offensive drive killers like we had against Oklahoma. We don't want fumbles in the red Ooh. zone. We don't want to create uh, seven penalties, you know, four or five of them being false starts. We don't want to kill drives uh, with false starts. So uh, those are my keys to the game. We'll throw it on over to you, Matt. What do you have to say? Uh, defensively, I agree with you. Um, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Uh, K-State's defense in the past and recently, even under Klein in his first year, we've, they've always been known for taking the ball away. And quite frankly, that's how they've won a lot of games. And the last two games, they've only combined for only one turnover. So I think uh, they're going to have to get um, lucky and, for some turnovers and Iowa State's a very disciplined uh, ball team and uh, it's gonna be tough but they gotta have them to I think get the win number two uh, stop the run uh, Brees Hall's a stud if you ain't gonna stop him it's gonna be a long long day because if you can run the ball opens everything up it, it could be a very long day if that front seven doesn't clog those holes and uh, contain Brees Hall lastly I'm gonna go with uh, we got we need some uh, we need a few breaks uh, not just defensively and offensively, just all over as a team. We get some penalties to go to the other team. Just get a few breaks, have the ball bounce our way. It's been kind of frustrating the last two weeks. We just haven't really caught a few breaks, and uh, that can be the difference in the ball game. Offensively, we need to pound the rock, go back to what we're known for, get rely on Deuce Vaughn. If we get the run game going, that obviously opens up the passing playbook, and we can get Skylar Thompson going. Uh, number two, no stupid penalties. There's absolutely no reason for false starts. It drives me crazy. Me and Jacob touched on this last week. It's, yeah. there's no, it's inexcusable. It's, 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 it drives me crazy. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. And, and picking uh, back off of that a little bit, you know, again, we came off of a bye week, so we definitely – that's something we should have worked on, you know. So yeah. Expect, expect Kansas State to be a more disciplined football team this week. I hope so. Yeah. And lastly, we need to have a big we need to have a big play on offense. We need to we need to have something explosive happen, set the tone early. Let's have a big run by Deuce Vaughn or a big throw to Malik Knowles. Let's get the crowd into it. I think if we let's set the tone early, I think if that happens, we have them. Yeah, 
that's uh, some great points, Brick. What do you what do you think? Your Brick's Brick's keys to the game. So um, it's going to sound you know close to what you guys have defensively. I think you got to stop Brees Hall. I think that once we get him stopped, force Brock Purdy to throw the ball around a little bit. I think um, if they can do that, force a few you know key third and longs in some key situations. Um, definitely going to put them in a tough spot. And I do think that the defense has a capability to force a Brock Turney, force a Brock Purdy turnover at least once, which I think could be a key play to the game defensively. Um, offensively, like you guys touched on, um, you know, no penalties. I think you got to finish drives. And then um, with that, I think you got to take advantage of the Iowa State mistakes. I do think that um, you know, defense will show up. I think that coming off the bye week, like you guys said, they're going to be a much more disciplined football team. And I think that when they do make mistakes, you know, K-State's got to take advantage of them. Yep, absolutely. Um, one thing I just thought of, uh, none of us touched on it, but uh, how about how about we get another uh, kick return for a touchdown or a punt return for a touchdown? Yeah, Mal- Malik Knowles' last two games have done fantastic. And I, That's I, funny you said that. Yeah, I was going to put special teams. I do, I think special teams U comes up big in this game for sure at least once. So It's kind of funny. I mean, we're just so used to seeing uh, punt returns and kick returns for a touchdown that we don't even need them to have them as a key because we kind of just expect it. At this <laughs> yeah. <point>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, I'll talk, I'll say my prediction and you guys say your predictions. Uh, yeah, you know, and I I put this in all caps for you guys listening. If the defense can show up, the Cats will win thirty-one to twenty. I I'm putting my hands together. Let's go defense! <laughs> all right, Jacob, I I really do like that thing. Uh, like that prediction. Last week against Oklahoma, I was one point off of predicting the actual score of a 38 to 31 loss. They lost 37, 31. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I feel good going into this week. I've been wearing my lucky hat all week. Um, I'm ready to get, get up to Manhattan tomorrow. I'm going to do a lead course on this. If I had really a wildcat headset, I'd put it on. I think Kansas State wins 34-27. It's going to be a grind out game like it always, always is with Iowa State. Classic Clemmergeddon. K-State wins in the fourth quarter, 34-27. Matt, look at my flag. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Oh, it came in. Yeah. <laughs> Brick, what do, Brick, what do you what about got? you, man? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go – definitely go three for three. I think the Cats win. I do think that this is going to be um, – I, I think that ultimately it's going to come down to defense. Um, I think that the score is going to be 24-17 Cats. I think they can pull it off. I think they're going to be much more disciplined. And I definitely think they're going to win by a touchdown for sure. But like Jacob said, defense has got to show up to play if they want a chance. I was going to say something, but I forgot. But, uh, yeah, any, any, uh, anything else you guys want to add? to this i mean we've been talking about this for almost two weeks now so it's kind of kind of tough to continue this for as long as we can considering uh, <laughs> we had a bye week last week so we're just we're basically rehashing a bunch of stuff but uh um, i just want to make a i just want to make a point here jacob i'm sorry to interrupt you um it's supposed to be 65 degrees on saturday oh we're having a tailgate yeah. um that's gonna get that's gonna be really fun i wish everybody could show up to it it's gonna be farm again you can't ask for and it's a night game so it's gonna it's, be 130 it's a uh, homecoming isn't it no is it homecoming against tcu 
Ah, uh, okay. I was I was thinking it was homecoming this weekend, but I guess not. That's that's what I was gonna say earlier. But um Brick, um Matt mentioned, are you coming to the game or not? I will most likely not be coming to the game, but you know, it is gonna be a bad day <laughs> to be a beer and a good day to be a K-State fan. So Absolutely. That's all I'm gonna throw in there. Hey, while we're at it, what do you think? What do you think about tailgating? What should we do? Pizza? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a dip. I'm, I'm making a dip. So uh, if you want to make something, okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll need to think about that. Make some smokies or something. We need some. We need some protein or that. <laughs> hey, can't ever get enough protein, right? Yeah, especially at our young, young bull, bullish ages. So, um, other than that, I think we got that pretty well wrapped up. Kansas State, Iowa State again on Saturday, 6.30 in Manhattan. Um, the over-under, I forgot to mention this, uh, Iowa State is favored by 6.5. Um, this was yesterday or maybe Tuesday. I can't remember. And then the over-under, the over-under is 51.5. What, what would you bet on the over-under? Hammer the over. I'm, I'm thinking over for sure. Hammer so, that over for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, looking looking at the last couple of games for Iowa State, along with ourselves, I mean, we, I think both teams have been averaging thirty points a game, so um, definitely an over pick on that. Don't take our words for it; make your own judgments. And if you have a gambling problem, please talk to Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, damn one point. Um, around the Big Twelve, what other action do we have going on? Uh, number 12, Oklahoma State at Texas, number 25, Texas, uh, coming off of that huge uh, Red River rivalry game last that week. Awesome. Uh, Oklahoma battled their asses back. Excuse Amazing my game. language. Um, the final score was 55 to 48. Is that right? Yeah, they came back. Right, I was actually, yeah. yeah. Me and my father were working and we thought it was over with because we thought uh, Texas had it in the bag came back and they i'm like am i i was like oh, my jaw dropped i was like how did that happen well because texas decided that they didn't want to run the ball in the second half and not control the clock and just they just kept giving the ball back to oklahoma said here you go have another chance oh here you go have another chance i mean they, it was their own there's no reason that you would ever if k-state was up 20 points 30 points in the second half they're not going to give that up <laughs> no they're gonna ground and pound all right um other games around the big 12 uh baylor uh byu number 19 byu at baylor 230 that's kind of a big game uh baylor's kind of hot right now um not a big 12 game but uh byu almost um entered the big 12 along with the other teams um recently but they got left out and then uh texas tech at ku that's a three o'clock game that game doesn't matter (laughs) can i make a prediction can i make a prediction here jacob you're gonna think i'm crazy now go ahead Oh, this I'm gonna make a shout out to Josh Klein, diehard <laughs> KU fan. No, but this this is what happened. This is what this is what. Oh happened. no! It, I think that is this weekend KU's homecoming. I think it is. Um, I I don't know. Let me look. Uh, well, anyway, KU in 2019 before COVID and everything hit, beat yeah, Texas Tech weekend. at home. They beat Tech. Homecoming. They beat Tech. I'm, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction just for Josh KU. Finally gets out of it. They beat Texas Tech. Oh my I'm going to second that. I will second that. I will second that. Well, I'm riding that. We're riding that KU train this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, how has Texas Tech even looked this year? I haven't really even paid attention to them. Very average. I'm pulling out their schedule. Uh, they lost by 21 to TCU, beat West Virginia by three, which West Virginia is not a very good team this year. Um, and then got doubled up on, on Texas. They lost 70 to 35. So, uh, I don't know. That might be a really good call there, bud. KU might pull I'm it off. I'm telling you, I have that feeling because KU, uh, they, they've beaten Texas Tech even when they're really bad. So, I, I just got to go with them. I hope Josh uh, appreciates that pick. <laughs> very good. Um, the six, the other six thirty slot on ABC is number four Oklahoma um, at home against TCU, and then us against Iowa State. Um, you think Oklahoma is gonna run over TCU, or are they gonna? Is TCU TCU gonna give them a shot? TCU is gonna give them a game. You think so? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's another team I really pay attention to either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, TCU. Oklahoma- TCU is not bad, but yeah, I'm, I'm with, I mean, I think it's going to be a game, but I think Oklahoma at home in that situation, I mean, they're definitely going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a route by any means. And Oklahoma usually plays very well at home. It's a very tough environment to win in. So, um, yeah, that's all I got around the big 12. Any other big games this weekend that I didn't write down? Not really. I just want to point out, I think, I don't know. That Oklahoma State and Texas game might be pretty good. I, I could see that going either way. I really want Oklahoma State to win that game. Me too. Um, last uh, thinking the last week when uh, I was talking about the Nebraska Michigan game. Remember, mm-hmm. remember when I said Nebraska was going to give Michigan a run for their money? They should have won, and they should have won. They should have won. I said they've been playing better. They've been playing better. They they had the lead. They had the lead the fourth quarter. Of course, Michigan came down, kicked the field goal to tie it. And with, what was it, three minutes left, Adrian Martinez fumbles the ball. They got Martinez, man. Yep. Could, not, could not believe um, that it ended up that way. But, um, I mean, Nebraska football might be on its way back. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. Oh, we'll get them going. Um. Yeah, I think that's enough uh, football talk. What do you guys think? We want to talk about a little other sports. Brick and Jacob take over the baseball. I'll chime in when I uh, <laughs> when I feel like it. <laughs> hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. little other sports mlb playoffs we are it is thursday so we have um we have one game or no no is there more than is it just one game tonight yeah i think it's just dodgers giants tonight so dodgers and giants play in half an hour so we don't know who went it's it's game five so we don't know who's won that game yet or what's gonna happen whatever um dodgers of course coming off that wild card victory uh, over the St. Louis Cardinals last week, which um, breaking news only like three or four hours ago, the Cardinals fired their manager. 
They did. They, shield they fired is gone. Shield. And Why'd they do have... that? That's a good question, Matt. That's a uh, great question. I think I saw a Twitter post that said something about uh, philosophical differences, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> so uh, Schilt's out in St. Louis. Um, I also saw another tweet that said uh, uh, Mike Schilt out as Cardinals manager, Yankees, please take note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As in, as in Yankees fans are tired of, um, as in winning. Boone needs to go. Right. As yes. They don't, they don't like winning 90 games a year with a team that should win 105 and then getting bounced in the wild card by the Red Sox. <laughs> so, but yeah, Dodgers and Giants tonight, 805, 807, whatever. Uh, game five, uh, first time the Giants and Dodgers have ever faced each other in a playoff series, which is kind of insane considering the longevity of each franchise. Um, but yeah, just touching on what's going on in that in that series, the Dodgers will determine... Okay, <laughs> I'm just reading off my notes. Let me read this again. Uh, my thoughts are the Dodgers will determine who will win the series if they put up runs or not. They've been putting up a ton of runs um, through... Well, you know, throughout the season. And of course the two games that they have beaten the giants uh, in this playoff series, uh, they scored a combined 16 runs while only getting up four runs. Uh, and the two games they've lost, they've lost a combined score of five to nothing. Um, what do you think about that brick? Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Their offense is hot. I mean, and they're playing well. I, I, I agree that in the regular season, the Giants, you know, were probably the best team in baseball, but I don't I don't know a team that could beat this Dodgers team right now. And, of course, the uh, baseball is all about, you know, who gets hot when. Um, and the Dodgers are hot. But the funny thing is about it is, is they're either really hot. You know, in this series, they've been either really hot or they haven't, you know, of course, they're two, two losses in the, in the series. They haven't scored a run. Um, one thing they do have going for them, you know, their pitching is outstanding. You know, Scherzer, um, obviously, is is Kershaw been pitching? I don't know. That's that's probably bad on me for not knowing that. But obviously, he's been pitching, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I honestly, I think the last three guys, I'm going to be honest, I haven't been keeping up as much with this NLDS as much as I should have. But, mm-hmm. I mean, even without that, I mean, Scherzer, for sure, like you were talking about, um, I mean – and then Walker Bueller. I mean, right. they, Walker Bueller, they're, that's right. they're stacked up for sure. Well, and their bullpen is very solid too. I mean, you saw how they how they just you know dismantled the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, the, Max Scherzer only goes five innings, gives up one run. Yeah, and the rest of the game, the Cardinals don't score another run. I'm going to keep referring back to the Cardinals game because that's that's what I, I I've been paying attention. Not saying that I haven't been paying attention to this series, but it's been very hard to uh, keep up with all the games. Um, but I, you know, throughout this segment, we're going to touch on a lot of the major points of, you know, what's happening, what's going to happen, of course. So, you know, when, you know, you got Arenado and Tyler O'Neill, you two big power hitters for the St. Louis Cardinals, both going 0 for 8 in the wild card game. You got to give your, you know, tip your hat to the, the Dodgers bullpen. And I think, you know, for tonight's game against the Giants in San Francisco, their bullpen is going to have to show up. Uh, especially against a Giants team whose offense really hasn't uh, performed very well in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I 
Uh, moving on, the Red Sox and Houston preview. Houston has home field advantage. The Red Sox just came off of a three-game uh, winning streak against the Rays after they won game. The Rays got game one. Um, and then Houston basically dismantled the White Sox. Uh, the Astros' bats are hot, scoring 31 runs in four games. Uh, in Damn. ALDS, two, 288 average with a 371 OBP on base percentage. Uh, definitely should have uh, swept the White Sox as well. Um, I think the one game they lost was 12 to 6. It was just because the, the, the pitching didn't show up for Houston, um, that one game. And then, of course, Boston is almost even hotter. They're batting 328. Um, in the playoffs with 11 home runs and eight Boston hitters are batting above 300 in the postseason. It's been good that for Boston to have uh, JD Martinez back as he was unavailable in the AL wild card. And then of course the Red Sox and Houston's pitching um, fairly similar, although the Boston has had a better uh, performance so far in the playoffs, allowing only a 207 average versus a 291 average. Um, that Houston has and uh, yeah that's that's your ALCS preview Um, what is what's your prediction I'm gonna let you speak a little bit so I think um, you know I think it is going to be a good series but um, I I do think it goes seven as well but and I think the Red Sox pull it out but I you know Boston they beat a very good Tampa Bay team on what some would say would be a questionable ground rule double in that game. <laughs> um, it, it is the rule is the rule. So it is what it is, but um, that game, you know, that series could have been even tighter than it already was. So um, I do think the Red Sox pulled out. I think like we talked about, you know, they're getting hot at the right time Their, you know, their bullpen has been struggling at times this postseason. But, you know, I think ultimately they pull it out and uh, I think they beat the Astros. The Astros are a good team. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like we talked about, you said they beat the White Sox. They should have swept the White Sox. The White Sox are not a bad baseball team. I mean, they, they, um, you know, that was a good series, even though, like you said, it should have swept them. But the Astros played well. But I think that Red Sox are hot at the right time. And I do think it goes seven. But um, also I'd like to pitch in, I think, every game might be over seven or eight runs, you know, Mm -hmm. with the way the bats are getting swung by both teams. I think they're going to be fun and exciting high scoring games for sure. No, I agree. Definitely a very good chance for high scoring games. It just kind of depends which pitching staff shows up because there will be runs scored. And, you know, when balls are put in play, there's going to be lots of hits and defenses are also going to have to make a lot of plays, which both teams have phenomenal defenses. Um, Another thing that Houston has um, an advantage over the Red Sox is they do have home field advantage. So games one and two are in Houston, which is a pretty big deal when in the playoffs. So as you could, as you could tell in that wild card round for both the NL and the AL, and um, you know even in the ALDS, the Red Sox you know won one game in Tampa Bay, and that's all they had to do. They just won that one game, you know, win the next two games at home, and bam, we're in the ALCS. So Houston versus the Boston Red Sox in Houston tomorrow. Is that right? I th- I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. Let's see. ALCS. Come on, internet. 
Uh, game one tomorrow at 7.07. Um, game two uh, on Saturday. Oh, hey, I thought I've, I've thought of a shout out, Matt. What? <laughs> uh, Saturday's my dad's birthday. Francis! Yeah! Woo! 61. I mean, if anybody, I mean if 25. Anybody... <laughs> Francis doesn't look a day over 25, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, yeah. Francis Lecker. Woo! Uh, if anybody doesn't know a backstory, him, my dad and his dad have worked at the same company for years. So uh, uh, good for them. Like 40 years. He, yeah, <laughs> a long, a long time. That's that's not an exaggeration, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of a sidebar. But yeah, happy birthday to my dad. I hope he's listening. I doubt he is, but anyway. <laughs> he does listen. Um my prediction. What was I gonna go with that? <laughs> Boston and Houston. Uh my prediction is like I said, it depends whose pitching staff comes to play and who can make who can make defensive plays and you know whoever scores the most runs, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my series prediction, I also have Boston winning the series. I have him winning four to two. I could see him splitting the first two games in Houston and then um, going two of three in Fenway and having to come back and winning one more game in Houston. So, And on the other side of things, on the NLCS, the Braves have already clinched their spot in the NLCS um versus tbd of course we've talked about the giants and the dodgers already um we'll talk touch a little bit on the braves so far uh pitching is definitely carrying the braves the you know they shut down the brewers offense a very good offense coming out of the nl central um pitching uh, on that team has been very solid a 1.54 team era that includes starters and bullpen that is insane for the playoffs 154 um you're going to win a lot of games if you're not giving up runs. I mean, if you score one run, that's all you need, right? <laughs> you can win one. You can win games one to nothing. A uh, big player for the Braves, Jock Peterson, hasn't been starting, but he came in to pinch hit three of the four games in the NLDS, went three for three with two home runs as a pinch hitter. Big piece for the Braves um, in that series. Um, they relied heavily on timely hitting for sure. Um, the Brewers were definitely a better team in the regular season, but got cold at the wrong time. Like we talked about before, you know, baseball's baseball's a game of streaks, you know, get hot at the right time. You're going to win a lot of games. Um, just like the Cardinals towards the end of the year, they won 17 games in a row. It just, you know, good things come to an end. That's Stay insane. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep bringing it up because I'm so astonished by it, but um, uh, yeah. The Braves better – this is something I wrote down, a point that I wanted to make. Braves better hope the Giants win to have a better chance to win the NLCS. Um, obviously, the Dodgers are a more rounded team. They have the pitching. They have the hitting. It just depends on whether they come to play or not. Um, and I think the Braves match up better with the Giants because the Giants have obviously loved the lower scoring game so far in the playoffs. Now, one downside to the Braves, this is why they really need to play the Giants rather than the Dodgers. Uh, five of the Braves, five of the Braves batters have 17 of the 30 postseason hits, um, which is a 291 average. The rest of the team is batting 232. So all you know, the Giants or the Dodgers, whoever ends up playing them, they just have to get through their first five hitters. Um, you know, go one, two, three, four, five, six, and it's basically you're only going to give up one or two runs um, each game. But uh, I've been talking a while. What do you think, Brick? What's your prediction? So I kind of, I'm going to kind of agree with you. I think the Giants 
Um, you know, I kind of touched on this earlier, but I think the Giants are a very good team. But like you were saying, I think they match up much better against the Braves than the Dodgers do. Um, I think that if the Giants do win tonight, I think that the Braves may take that in seven, um, just the way with the pitching staff has been. Um, I know, you know, they've got some real clutch players, like you said, Jock Peterson coming off the bench. I know Freddie Freeman had a timely yep. hit the other night. Um, you know, I think that the Braves, if they play the Giants, I think they can take that series in seven. Now, if the Dodgers win, I think the Dodgers win that series in six against the Braves. I think that, you know, the Braves, like we talked about, the Braves team ERA has been really good. Their bullpen is super dangerous. But, um, you know, when the Dodgers let it rip at the plate, they let it rip. And, you know, I know Mookie Betts has been swinging it really hot lately. Um, Chris Taylor really been swinging it hot lately. Um, unfortunately, as a Cardinals fan, I know too well <laughs> that he's been swinging it hot. Mm -hmm. um but and then when you know you get like you were talking about Scherzer and Walker Bueller going five in the last few games they've started you got Joe Kelly coming out of the bullpen you got Blake Trinan Kenley Jansen their bullpen is too good um I just think that the Dodgers take that in six if they if they do play the Braves but lights out bullpen for sure um my prediction Basically the same thing. The Giants win the NLDS. Um, I have the Braves winning the NLCS in seven. Now, I do think the Giants would have home field advantage in that case. Um, they'd have to win a, They'd have to win one or two games in San Francisco. Um, but if the Dodgers do win, I have the Dodgers winning that series in five, actually. Um, Dodgers are just too good. I mean, they're, they're a very good baseball team. But, you know, that all comes down to whatever happens tonight, obviously. Um, you know, in that game tonight and baseball's baseball, anything can happen. It's a one game elimination and uh, yeah, we're, we're next week, next week. We'll talk about uh, this ALCS and NLCS. The, the series should still be in progress unless somebody sweeps, but um, next week we'll talk a little bit about both of those series. And I'm really hoping that the, uh, and I'm kind of hoping that the, the giants win tonight because then we can see the Braves, you know, see, they, they would have a really good chance to make the World Series and that. Yeah, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth here. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. No, I happens. agree. I think I think that I think a Giants Brave series would be a much better CS mm -hmm. than a Dodgers Brave series for oh, sure. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, MLB playoffs continuing on next week. And then the following week will be the beginning or middle of the World Series. So a lot of a lot of baseball left to talk about. We're getting towards the end, but it's but it's been fun. A lot of a lot of good baseball, a lot of good sports to watch. Um, and any other sports? We got NHL starting. Um, had their first games yesterday or Monday or something. Um, NBA starts in about two weeks, and um, NFL tonight. It is the Buccaneers, right? Yeah, yeah. they play the Eagles. Thursday night football, Bucks and Eagles. I think that game's happening as we speak, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So I uh, hope you guys had your fantasy lineups ready to go. <laughs> I do. I do, even though I suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where I knew are we I at? forgot something. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, where are we at from last week? Are you feeling any better in your family league? I, I'm on a two-game winning streak, so I feel a little better, but uh, I don't know. 
sister doesn't i mean she doesn't pay attention like i do and she's undefeated so that's just my mood um <laughs> so that's all i'm gonna say about it uh, fantasy is my downfall so hey get this so i was down by 40 going into sunday night yeah um, in my work league and yeah. josh allen i had josh allen and hollywood brown left josh yeah. allen puts up like what 25 26 in the Sunday night lot. game. Yeah. And then Hollywood Brown has like no receptions until the fourth quarter. And then he has three touchdowns by the end of the game. <laughs> and I won yeah. by I won by like 12. <laughs> and I and and then you know Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson, they also had huge nights on Monday. So it was oh Lamar Jackson yeah. played well. Yeah. It's insane. Um but yeah, that's that's other sports. What uh? What do you think, Matt? Should we do some blanket and quilt news? Yeah, of course, naturally. <laughs> naturally. Um, where are we at? Like forty-five, fifty minutes so far. I think we're doing really well yeah. on time. Yeah. Blanket and quilt news. In today's date, um, today's date in history, Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier. How about that? <laughs> in 1947. Wow. Two years after we won back-to-back world wars. Yeah, that was a year after my grandpa was born. Or, or three, I, I can't remember. But yeah, nice. Old. And then uh, I guess it's kind of bouncing back to sports, but then you got uh, John Gruden getting fired for a bunch of emails they found from 2011. Yeah, from like 2011. That's a that everybody has their own opinion about that, but that's just an unfortunate on both sides. Just a just a weird event, I guess. Anybody mm-hmm. have any opinions on that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I the think funny... we might all have the same opinion. So uh... the, the funniest part about uh, this whole thing going down is I've been seeing a bunch of posts about um, Antonio Brown. You know how he left uh, uh, Pittsburgh, saying you know yeah. Big Big Ben's not a good wide receiver or a good quarterback, and then he goes to the Raiders, and then he le- he you know kind of acts out or whatever, and yeah. then leaves because he doesn't really get along with Gruden. And then I've and then they've been making the memes that they're calling Antonio Brown uh, Thanos because they're oh like God. They, they called me a madman. <laughs> <laughs> but now everybody's like, oh. oh, Antonio was right this whole time, but now he's winning Super Bowls in Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. just just uh, I guess for future employ um, people that want jobs, just don't send out copy emails. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But who knows what exactly were in those emails? So it could be way worse than what we think. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard. So, it's hard. It's hard to have a opinion over that when first you, exactly first, first you got to know what's in the email. Yeah. yeah. Second, you know, obviously they're celebrities and we don't know anything about their lifestyle and whatever the heck's going on. But anyway, yeah. we could be celebrities one day if we really wanted to. Yeah, hopefully this podcast gets going. I can retire. Somebody quickly post something scandalous. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, please. We don't want to yeah. be. De- we don't want to be demonetized. <laughs> um. All right. 
so that was blanket and quilt news a little short segment we like to do at the end of uh at the end of a podcast and now we're going to jump into our final segment uh matt you want to kick us off with your top five beer all right well i'm gonna go um i have these in order actually i'm gonna go i'm gonna start from five to one my number five favorite beer, I got to go with the Blue Moon with the orange in it. Um, I'm not a big dark beer guy, and, but Blue Moon, I do love. I will drink it, especially in the wintertime, and that's getting close. Fall, wintertime, I'll, I'll definitely have down some Blue Moons. Number four coming in, it has to be out of the bottle, obviously. And I'll have to go with Miller High Life. Can't beat it. Love it. Number three, I got to go with the old Brick Thompson special back in college. Uh, it's called the old Natural Light. I'm going to get catch help from that for the Arkansas guys to come up and pheasant hunt with us because they absolutely hate Natural Light. But you can't really beat the taste for the price. I mean, down here in Hayes, you can get two 18 packs for what was it, Brick? What was the special? How much was it? I can't um, remember. You could buy two 18 packs for about $16. Yeah. Oh my that's God. Insane. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, and it's not bad tasting. I mean, you can't really complain. Um, number two, Miller Lite. Uh, it's grown on me a lot ever since I've gotten out of college. I've been drinking a lot of that. And the number one, Old Faithful. Been drinking it ever since, yeah, a while. Bush Light, Bush Lattes, Bush Light. Um, just a great tasting beer. But I'm, I don't complain. I'll even, my least favorite, I'll still drink it because it's beer. It's Keystone. Um, Coors Light, normal mention. Uh, Bud Light, I think it's overrated, but I'll still drink it. I'll drink anything, but those are my top five. Brick, you want to keep us rolling? Yes. Um, I'm going to start out number five. Um, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to go with the dark beer train tonight. Um, I'm going to go with Guinness at number mm. five. Um, Guinness is good. It's it's dark, tastes like coffee. It's really good this time of year. Um, number four, mm, I don't know. I might have to go with Bud Light out of an aluminum can. I mean, that's tastes pretty good on ice. Number three, I'm going to go with Boulevard Wheat. I got to get a good mix of craft beer in here. Boulevard's definitely Ooh. pretty good. Um, number two, Natural Light. Matt Raby called it. It's definitely in my top two. Um, and then number one, I got to go blue moon with the orange on draft. Yeah. Number yeah. one, great beer. I'm glad you guys mentioned blue moon because I totally forgot about it. So I was editing my list as you guys were talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, my top five, we're going to kick it off with a nice summer theme, a Bud Light Lime. You know, you gotta have a Bud Ooh, Light Lime while yeah, you're you, golf you course or at the or lake. Bud Light lemonades, or yes, Bud Light lemonades are also delicious. I'll I'll, I'll do that as a, you know a tie of five. Um, you know, Bud Light Lime was my one of my first beers I ever drank, so it's it's got a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of stayed away from the domestics because I figured those are calling kind of all in the same category. Uh, but number four, I did include Coors Banquet. Um, I do enjoy myself a nice Coors banquet, especially, uh, you know, it's nice special family outings. And sometimes I buy it for tailgates just because I feel like it. Uh, number three, I'm rolling with the orange and the blue moon. Got to have that blue moon. I was drinking it last week during the uh, wild card game. So yeah, blue moon, obviously a great pick. And number two, a Boulevard wheat with the lemon. Absolutely. That was a good choice there, Mr. Brick. Um, and rolling up our top five favorite beers. Number one, 
Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. I cannot really? believe you guys did not think of that. But you guys are definitely the domestic beer drinkers for sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, that about wraps it up here. You guys have anything else? I just wanted to take a shout out. I mean, it's not really a shout out, but do you guys ever had, it's literally called good ass beer. It was out here in Hayes. Absolutely terrible. But we used to drink it all the time. The dorm room was my freshman year. Noah got me picked on it my freshman year. Shout out to him as he's um, in the U.S. Navy. But that stuff is absolutely terrible. Um, but we still drank it so uh shout out to him or did you guys i'm sure you guys drank uh genesee right oh yeah genesee genesee Light, Light, baby. colby yeah. colby colby reed <laughs> that stuff's terrible too Horrible. our honorable mention list could be like 12 beers long right mm-hmm. now sure. <laughs> yeah yeah you well, got yeah. jacob where's a nancy rank in there yeah oh. a nancy from fake patties dude dude i don't even know I mean, is that, uh, dude? Where's it rank? Is it definitely honorable mention, top ten? It's at least honorable mention. I would say, I'd even think about that because I was kind of staying away from like brewery beers because there's like ten breweries in Springfield that I go to all the time, yeah. and uh, there's obviously beers that I go drink there that are better than some of the beers that I like, but you can't get them anywhere, right? Um, I feel like Nancy kind of falls in that same category, but I guess I could make it wherever I want because it is just old Milwaukee and pineapple juice. So, Hey, should we, uh, should we actually make some of those for the tailgate Saturday? That's actually a really good idea. Let's do that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that belt wraps it up here. What do you guys think? I think we're good. And hopefully, uh, case they gets the W and have, we're going to have a good tailgate, uh, stop by if you guys see us, uh, we're going to have some snack foods and obviously some barley pops and, uh, going to be a good time. Yeah. So yeah, that about wraps it up here. Uh, thanks for Brick for hopping on. Maybe we'll have you on as a guest, um, you know, more than just once, but, uh, how, how, what'd you think? Was it, was it a good, good time? Hanging a great out? experience. Great experience. Thanks guys for having me on. Appreciate yeah. it. We'll definitely have you on again. Maybe we'll have you on next week as well. But we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll see what our plans are. Maybe we'll just make you a regular. We'll have a three man show or something. <laughs> hey, either way, either way. All right. Well, this has been another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and this is Brick over here to my bottom. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, thanks for listening. Everybody have a great Friday morning as you drive to work. Please listen as you drive to work because I know you guys see me posted on Snapchat. So, <laughs> um, Go cats, baby. Go cats. This has been the Lucka Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey podcast listeners, I just wanted to make sure that you guys know about the new Twitter page, the Lecker Room Sports Media Twitter Twitter page. Follow us on Twitter at the Lecker Room. Me and Matt will be tweeting about all kinds of sports. Go ahead and hop over to Twitter, follow us on there. Along with our own Twitter page, you can find us uh, in our our, our uh, podcast Twitter page. You can go find our uh, handles there and follow our own individual pages as well. 
But yeah, on our new uh, Twitter page, go ahead and give us a follow. And uh, thank you for everybody that continually listens to our podcast. And we're really excited to uh, to be uh, doing this uh, week after week. And this is our second week doing it together and plan on doing it for a while. So yeah, thank you so much, for everybody, for listening. And uh, let's go Cats. Let's go Royals. And uh, yeah. So what's our shout out, Jacob? Um, I I didn't kind of really think of one. I could not either. You want, you want to make it up as when we start? I mean, we could make it up tonight, and then we could maybe like do like a we can do like a certain subject each week. I mean, who's gonna really shout out? I mean, we already shout out everybody we like. So. <laughs>